This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, topics for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual or online meeting. Finding a new job is one of the most common fears for older Americans who are nearing the end of their careers but aren't yet ready to retire, or those who are already retired but would like to find a second career. Now, things are a little different this year, of course, but in the long term, there are still many retirees and pre-retirees who are counting on finding jobs to fill their time and pad their pocketbooks. Now, fortunately, there are plenty of companies that place a premium on older workers who bring with them a wealth of experience and perspectives. But before we get any further into employment options for older workers, and while we're on the topic of wealth of experience and perspective, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, Matt, you are a wealth of knowledge and experience, no pun intended. Actually, pun intended. Um, (laughs) Uh, considering the topic and, uh, your job, but yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I've had, it's just crazy leading up to the holidays. It gets insane with so many things trying to cram so much into such a little time, but we're almost there. I mean, 2020, uh, you know, uh, 2020 has been 20 years of the worst years of my life, really. I mean, it seems like it's lasted about 20 years. And I'm so glad to have it over. And there's an end in sight. Hey, we've got the vaccine coming. So there is a light on the horizon or a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yes. Yes, there is. Uh, You were saying this. Have you seen, uh, I know I'm not trying to plug other things here, but you know, with the audience we have, I don't think we're going to get any copyright strikes. Have you seen the match 20, the match.com commercial with Satan? No, and, I haven't. <laughs> oh, I heard about this. He's on a date. Yeah, and he goes and he meets this girl under a bridge and he goes, are you 2020? And she goes, call me 2020. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's where, finally met his match. Yeah, that, that's, he says, yep. She says, where are you from? He goes, hell. She says, me too. And, you know, so, yeah, it, it's been a crazy year. Uh, it's I been a crazy that. year. And that that commercial couldn't be more on the money and somehow make you you know, chuckle about the situation we're in. But yeah, I think you're right. I think the light is starting to show at the end of the tunnel here. And I could, I'm, I'm happy about that. But but man, I've heard that the tunnel that we're in is 2020 and the light at the end just illuminates how crappy the tunnel is. That's all that's (laughs) good. The light at the end of the tunnel 
just illuminates the tunnel we're in and it's it, the hellscape that we're in. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> so, but no, we, we got to get out of the tunnel and uh, we're almost there. I, I think there's hope. I, I think we're about three months away from, uh, you know, things starting to at least get back to normal. That's my hope. Uh, the notion of going out to find a new job, I think that's probably going to send a chill down your spine, right? It certainly could for some people, but you know, I, I th- there's this one. I there's an article, U.S. News and World Report, and they talk about 15 in-demand jobs for seniors, and some of these might be no-brainers. You probably wouldn't need an article to figure them out, but uh, there are some here that I think point out some good things. Now, the article first explains that older workers looking for one last new job before they retire or current retirees doing something different than the career they've left. Uh, it's actually pretty common. So it's not like you're treading new ground here. So it's something you maybe shouldn't have to worry about that chill. Right. And in a lot of cases that one final job may not provide the same salary as your peak years. And it often provides though personal fulfillment and a final burst of economic confidence, whether you're near retirement or already retired. Yeah, and I think you just brought up something really important there, Matt. If you've been utilizing a good financial strategy, working one last job for a few years probably doesn't need to provide you with the same salary you enjoyed in the past when you were working full time. I mean, waiting out Social Security, stocking more money away, uh, possibly purchasing some retirement income tools. Uh, These are all things I think that may become a little easier if you just stretch your career out a little longer. And we see more and more people doing that, right? Because they're living longer too. Absolutely spot on. I couldn't agree with you more there. So this does really help some people optimize their social security strategy or find the ways to bridge that income gap uh, that they, if they knew they were retiring or maybe they accepted retiring from a particular position or they lost their job during this situation. There's, you know, could be a thousand different reasons, but this helps people fill in that piece of the puzzle that a lot of people are missing and it's quite often overlooked. And it's some people it's because they don't think of, well, I could take a career that's not as stressful or not as demanding that has perhaps less return, but that return is still going to make my retirement be the retirement I dreamed of. Now that said, one of the first jobs for older workers, the article highlights is teaching. Now, this is a career that provides a double whammy because you'll get a regular salary, but you'll also be doing a tremendous amount of tangible good right in your own community. Teaching as a second career, it's particularly popular among women. In fact, according to that article, 10.3% of women who've launched a second career after age 62 go into teaching. Conversely, 3% of men choose teaching for a second career. So if you're a guy and you're looking to buck the trend, teaching's, teaching's right there for you. Well, yeah. And teaching is uh, obviously that's a real noble career. I mean, I can see how that would be appealing because like you say, you're not only collecting a paycheck, you're serving your community in an area of real need. And that's rewarding. And I can tell you, even if you don't want to get into it full time and make it a career, almost every school district has needs for subs. Yes. Which you can go in, you, you're not in the same routine. You can, you're still making some money. And again, maybe it's not the same level of stress that a career would have. You have part-time money, you can work more around your schedule, but, and especially right now, but I know even prior to the pandemic, I, there's so many school districts are in need of substitute teachers. So it's a great way. And I think it can be very appealing there. Uh, 
the Bureau of Labor Statistics, teachers are only going to become more essential in the coming years, too. But they, they say by 2026, nationwide need for teachers expected to jump as much as 8%. So if they're not filling those positions, subs will be even more important and the regular jobs will be there. And yeah. pay, pay does vary significantly from state to state, town to town in each state. But the national average for high school teachers is about $60,000. And for elementary school teachers, the average is about $58,000. So wow. very possible good second career choice. Well, yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, uh, $60,000 a year for the last few years of their career, that probably sounds pretty attractive. Uh, so what's the next good job you have for older workers? Well, along the same lines, college instructor ties in with what we've already been talking about. Older workers who have advanced degrees and plenty of years experience under their belts, they may be able to find working, uh, teaching in college courses, very satisfying. And well, yeah, and and now this sounds like a good one. I mean, what could be better than sharing your expertise with a classroom full of eager and bright young people who actually share your professional interests? I mean, and Matt, abs- you have a lot to give there. I mean, when you do, you know, in about 50 years from now, when you're old enough to <laughs> consider another job in retirement, right? I, I Teaching was what I thought I was going to be growing up. And so I I always keep it in the back of my head. I would absolutely not against it as a second career in the future. So although I think I'd rather I'd still rather do a high school or elementary school again, just to buck the trend. But there is that benefit at the college level that people are cued in to what you're teaching. Right. They're not it's not part of the everybody has to take this class thing. They're taking that class for a reason. So you usually have an engaged audience. But right now, for workers endeavoring on a second career after age 62, about 4.1% of men and 1.4% of women, they're teaching in higher education roles. And there may even be more opportunities becoming because the Bureau of Labor Statistics projects a 15% spike in post-secondary teaching opportunities by 2026. And the median salary for those positions is about $78,500 per year. Wow. I'd be willing to bet uh, that any of our listeners out there with advanced degrees and a tremendous amount of professional experience would probably be interested in that option. And I'm eager to hear more uh, about options for our listeners without advanced degrees. And we'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, But right now, let's take a, a little break to let our listeners know, Matt, how they can get a hold of you and set up a complimentary consultation. Sure. It's as simple as either calling us 800-339-9252 or visiting us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. And during the show today, we've been looking into what options older workers have, typically those 62 and older when it comes to finding one last new job before or even after retirement. And the older you get, the harder it can be to find a job. Uh, It's not always easy for older workers. And uh, but I think the idea of finding a new job in your 60s is is probably scary for a lot of people. But we've already talked about some good options so far today. And I'm guessing you have plenty more for us. I do indeed, Mr. <laughs> sure, I do. Awesome. The next opportunity we want to talk about is administrative assistant. Now, a lot of office professionals find themselves oh, yeah. missing the buzz of the office, what the social part of the office, a new role or a part-time role in an office environment may be a good option. According to the 
article we've been talking about, this is a particularly popular area for people who have previously filled roles as secretaries, administrative assistants, receptionists, uh, information and office clerks, bookkeepers, maybe even accounting clerks. And another thing you should note with these roles is that while many of them still require you work in person, a growing number provide a work from home option. So if it's the work you were looking forward to and not maybe the office politics, that work at home option is definitely a growing field in that position. Yeah. And I could see where a retiree or pre-retiree might be a very intriguing uh, candidate for roles like that because of their previous experience, which means they're likely to hit the ground running after very little, if any training. And if any of our listeners out there are, are those who hire people or run businesses, you know that that initial learning curve for a new employee can sometimes be steep, time-consuming, and costly to train people. Yeah, I, I can tell you when I was a little bit younger in a previous position, we took, we hired an administrative assistant who had retired from that position, and she wanted something that was close to home, and she could, you know, it was a little more flexible hours best person in that seat ever. It's so so much awesome. experience. She was teach she was filling in gaps that we didn't even know were there and everything worked so much better as a result of that. I would highly recommend if you are someone and you are in the position of hiring people, you strongly consider the older more experienced candidate for that position. We'll get rid of that. a lot of the little missed tasks that are accompany a newer person in that spot. Uh, and at the very least, you have someone who can solidly train that next person along the way a few years down the road when they've decided that that second career is enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I, 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 I had an experience there and I think that's an absolute one. Um, now, the next one we, we can talk about here, uh, nursing. That's a very increasingly a common second career. Uh, it skews heavily towards women, according to the article still, although there's a much higher representation of male nurses these days. Yeah. And those working 62 and older, 4.6 are registered nurses. 2.8% uh, of them are home health aides. Pay is excellent. Registered nurses can make up to nearly $72,000 per year. But remember that registered nurses, RNs, generally need a bachelor's degree, an active license. So it's not... It's maybe not as easy to walk into it as some of the other roles, but certainly can be rewarding. Yeah, and this is a field uh, that my wife works in. Uh, she's actually a recruiter in the medical field. And so I, I know, like teaching options, uh, the need for nurses is only going to increase. And there's a, there's a bigger demand than there are people to fill it. Mm -hmm. So that's an area where really... Uh, their starting age is, you know, not necessarily looked at. Uh, in fact, it's looked upon as a good thing uh, because they really need more right now. Yeah, they, they think it's going to be a 15 percent increase in the coming decade. Yep. And, and, and then if you go on the other side of that, when, you know, you have a registered nurse or the home health aides and personal care aides, that's expected to be even higher uh, as today's baby boomers enter their elderly years. And while there's less education requirement for those roles, the pay is lower, but the field will be growing exponentially. Yeah, that's what both of my kids are doing to make money in the summers. They're both CNAs. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, not everyone, it's not a job everyone can do. The pay isn't great. Uh, but the hours are there, and when you when you can work holidays or weekends, you get extra pay. 
and they there's a huge demand. That demand is not going away. That's only going to increase, like you said, exponentially. Um, and, uh, you know, the need for a bachelor's degree is probably a heavy factor for a lot of near retirees or folks uh, who have already retired. Maybe they don't have that. But if you think you'll want to work for several more years and would like to do something you feel does a lot of good, becoming a registered nurse may be a good option uh, if you already have some schooling or experience under your belt. Uh, what else do you have for us? I, I I had a friend in the financial services industry, like a big volume trader, tons of money kind of guy. And he actually, he stopped that career, went back to school and became a nurse. Wow. Uh, and wow. found it way more rewarding than the, well, the sure. career he had. So yeah. um, it's great. Definitely an option. It, so next one, uh, if you're looking to make a transition shortly before retirement or after retirement, you know, uh, becoming a real estate agent may be an option. You can work as a broker or an agent who helps people buy, sell, rent properties. Average yearly salary for a broker is about 52000 and an agent, the average yearly salary is about 48500 And for a lot of people, uh, the best part of working in real estate may be the fact that because you're likely to be self-employed, you can set your own hours. And while you'll have to work around your client schedules, you'll still have more flexibility than a lot of other jobs might provide you. And a lot of retirees also find good work as property, real estate, and community association managers. Those roles typically pay about $58,000 a year, and it's expected that more than 32,000 of these roles will be created during the next decade. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's that's huge. So. There are going to be some opportunities out there. I like that. And, you know, I think you really need a financial plan in place to know, hey, can I work? Do I need to work? Should I? How does it fit in? Uh, I don't want to make too much money or I might put myself in a bad tax situation or have some Social Security taken away. So to help our listeners answer some of these questions, I know that's something you can cover in that complimentary consultation. So really quick, once again, just let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set that up. Sure. You can call 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds great. And this has been a good discussion. I mean, we're talking about jobs that may be a good fit for older workers. And I think there are a lot of good options you've covered already today. Um, you know, maybe people who are already retired or getting ready to retire and looking to do something different while putting a few bucks in their pocket. Uh, what's the next one you have for us? Well, sales. You know, you get oh, out yeah. of the house, you, you yep. work in sales. It allows you to chat with customers. It's something that appeals to a lot of older workers. And a lot of the positions allow for a part-time schedule, which is another element that may work to an older worker's advantage. Uh, and it definitely adds that social element to a just retired person's life as well. Well, Matt, I think this is an interesting option. I mean, certainly a lot of older workers, whether they're near retirement or in retirement, they need another income stream. But for a lot of other people, the importance of a job or the reason they might want one is just about getting out of the house and engaging with the world. And sales seems like the perfect opportunity to do just that. And hey, if it puts a little extra money in your wallet, even better, right? Yeah, absolutely. And another one of those get out of the house jobs, maybe working as a driver. Here's I know a couple wow. of retirees who have done this and they're really enjoying it. You can get out of the house as an Uber 
Uber or Lyft driver by working in delivery, trucking, chauffeur. One of the potential negatives with this one is you might end up having to work nights and weekends. But if you're already retired and you're just looking for a little extra income, this is this might not be a deal breaker for you. And this is really, I found for a few people, been a really good option for them. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's, you know, Uber and Lyft. And even during the pandemic, they've become delivery drivers, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Uber Eats, you can deliver food even if you're not delivering people. So, uh, and you always see those Amazon trucks driving around our neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. Delivery has been huge. I can tell you again, during this pandemic, uh, someone who I know who just graduated with a advanced degree, a doctorate, uh, they're paying their student loans off while they're starting their practice and what they do by doing Uber Eats. They work a very specific schedule. Wow. And they're literally paying all their student loans while they're getting their practice set up just by doing the Uber thing. So wow. if it can work at that level, imagine what it can do for that extra cash needs to kind of cross that income gap in those early years of pre-retirement can be very effective. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, now the last one or the next one I'm going to talk about, it might sound a little crazy, but joining the clergy, this is something uh, it's not, it's joining not the clergy. Yeah, right. So wow. it's not huge. This is in the article. So I wouldn't have thought of this one. Like I said, some of these seem like no brainers. Here's one I hadn't thought of. Uh, the numbers on this one aren't crazy, but according to the Urban Institute, 1.7% of men choose the clergy for a new career age 62 or older. That need is also expected to grow during the next decade. Uh, you should know, however, that a bachelor's degree is often required to enter the clergy, though educational requirements do vary by position. Yeah, you might have to head to, to a seminary or something like a two-year seminary. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I would never have guessed that entering the clergy, uh, becoming a uh, priest or a pastor, a minister is something that a lot of older workers do. But when you take a step back, it does make sense. I mean, people are uh, emotionally invested in their faith, uh, but while they're working, they may not have the time to invest as much into it as they'd prefer. And once they hit their 60s, uh, that can change. So uh, that's a great one. That's extremely insightful of you, Tony. And that's a, very much where the article's at. You see that coming out in people at that point. So yeah. now here's one I think is a natural fit for older workers, providing childcare. Um, many older workers are already well-versed in childcare because, well, they raise their own children. They, there might not be much of a learning curve with this one. And I think, you know, when you're further away from that actual parent role, it's, 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 to your kid. That's why grandparents and grandkids get along so well. <laughs> right. uh, I, and I can think of a few better ways to earn a little extra money than helping children grow and develop. To me, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, and, you know, a lot of older people also worry about feeling out of step with the world as they age. And boy, what a better way to feel young again than spend part of your day with kids. Uh, that yeah. might, that might help keep you young and current. Uh, what else do you have for us, Matt? Is there another well, one the, before we go? How about taking on a management role? It, 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 is it, a, it might be a fit for those who haven't yet retired, but are close to it. If you think your resume and experience weren't going after a management role, last few years of your career might be the perfect time to do it. A lot of top executives earn six-figure salaries. The compensation packages often include stock options, bonuses. You should note, though, these roles often include long hours, lots of travel, plenty of stress. Uh, so again, those last few years before retirement might be the perfect time to take on one of these roles, but uh, if you're of the right ilk. 
Right. I mean, becoming a manager or a management consultant, even uh, these types of roles, they're at a bit of a different level. Uh, but a lot of folks uh, coming out of retirement may be perfectly suited for that. Now, Matt, uh, we've covered a lot of ground today, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, you know, you you mentioned it earlier. We we take everything from a planning perspective. It's how we back into the portfolios that you should, you need to fund your planning, et cetera. Uh, when you do that plan first, all these things kind of work themselves out in the plan. My, uh, to me, the best part about the planning process is finding out you don't have to work anymore. Uh, and then you <laughs> yeah. can choose any one of these things, right? But maybe you find out that you, you're going to retire from your job at 65, but you need to work for three more years uh, to really have that retirement you want to be able to get those other things in place. If you, if you, either way that's going to work out, if you want to figure out how to put that plan in place, how does that work? Give us a call 800-339-9252. Visit us online at compass-ltd.com. That first visit is complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation. If you decide you want to do anything, we're not going to bug you forever, but if you want to come in and take advantage of that, please do. We're happy to sit down, talk to you, talk about the next steps you need to take. Yeah, I think that's great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.